Welcome to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats, the show for fishermen by fishermen. Today's show is brought to you by Enigma Fishing, cast, catch, repeat. Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. Phoenix Boats, experience the difference. And by the Bass Anglers Sportsman Society. Now, here's lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham. Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Post Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the BassPro.com Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Carhartt Bassmaster College Series presented by Bass Pro Shops and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. The Bass Nation operates youth, high school, and college programs, including a junior Bassmaster Championship, a high school national championship, the college national championship, and the college bracket, leading to the Bassmaster Classic. The Bass Nation is at the grassroots of who we are, and for more information on how to become a member or to start a Bass Nation club, visit Bassmaster.com and click on the Nation tab. The best way to communicate with the show, to post your pictures or tell us your stories or just comment on the show is to visit our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash B-A-S-S or on Twitter at Bassmaster and use the hashtag Bass Radio. You can also listen to all the shows at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just hit the watch button at Bassmaster.com and click on Bassmaster Radio. Well, the highly anticipated revised Elite Series schedule came out this week, and there is some very exciting dates in here. The season will resume at Lake Eufaula in mid-June before heading north to upstate New York for back-to-back-to-back dates as Cayuga Lake returns to the schedule in place of the Sabine River, which will get a spring date next year. Champlain and the St. Lawrence River keep their original dates in July. Now, moving to the fall, our events at Santee Cooper and Chickamauga in mid-October, and then Toyota Bassmaster Texas Fest at Lake Fork for the first week of November. Coming up in a leadoff role today is Bass CEO Bruce Aiken, who will pull back the curtain on how this new schedule came together. Then Elite Pro Buddy Gross will join us. Buddy got off to a good start at the St. John's River and carries the Fish Chickamauga sponsorship on his boat. So what does he think about the chick in October? And then Jamie the Hammer Hartman is in with his thoughts on spending the entire month of July in his home state of New York. Jamie won at Cayuga last year and has to be excited about going back up there. So grab a cup of coffee and jump on board as we pull this show away from the dock. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Show your passion for the sport of bass fishing by becoming a BASS member today. Tom Abraham here, and one of the best moves I ever made was becoming a BASS lifetime member in 1981. Knowing that I'm a member of bass fishing's largest, most influential community is not only rewarding, but important to the future of our sport. Of course, the magazine is great, as are all the benefits. Join or renew your membership and receive a free gift pack for one year, five year, and lifetime memberships. Visit Bassmaster.com and click on Join for details. 
At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. If you haven't visited EnigmaFishing.com lately, you are missing out on some of the greatest deals in the industry. Tour-level rods and reels at everyday fisherman prices. How? Well, they eliminate the middleman and sell directly to you. And now, in addition to tremendous rods and reels, Enigma has a full line of sunglasses and accessories and some of the coolest clothes around. Check out the new Torch Baitcasting Reel as well. Lightning fast with an 8.1 to 1 gear ratio and pretty cool looking as well. At a price too good to believe. Visit EnigmaFishing.com today. This is Bassmaster Radio. For tournament results, how-to articles and videos, or to become a member, visit Bassmaster.com. Now back to Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And as we told you in the open, a lot of excitement this week as the new schedule has come out for the Elite Series and, of course, all the other series following that as well. But everybody has been waited with bated breath as to how this would happen. And I thought, well, let's start. You know, we want to we figure out how the sausage was made. So we need to go right to the top. We'll go to Bruce Aiken, CEO of Bass, and he joins us now. Bruce, welcome back to the show. How are you, man? I'm, I'm doing pretty well, uh, given the times we're in right now. But uh, <laughs> we're we're making it, you know, working remotely, and although uh, I've been in the office in and out some, but uh, but we're just uh, working hard to to try to get started again. You know, we 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 talked about this with Steve Bowman a few weeks ago, and. A lot of people would just think, well, it's a, it's a tournament. We'll just go next weekend or we'll just do this weekend or that weekend. But with something as big as bass and the impact on the community and the communities wanting to show off their fisheries at certain times of years and, and, and so on, it's not that simple, is it, to just pick a date and say, yeah, that's when we're going to come in here with this, the, the whole circus is coming to town. Definitely not. Uh, you know, this is one of those things where you get uh, have to get into how the soup is made uh, on yeah. it because there are a lot of factors. We've talked about that before, but uh, you know, even more factors now into play with the uh, COVID nineteen issues and, and you know health and well being of, of staff and anglers and fans and and uh, the, the country. And uh, you know, we've got federal guidelines, you've got local guidelines, you've got state guidelines that you have to follow. All those. And um, you're right. You know, hosts want to you know show off uh, and have big crowds and all. And we do too, uh, but uh, you know, going forward, it's going to look a little different. But uh, uh, but we're committed to getting the season in, and, and uh, maybe a little late start. They may look a little different, but uh, we're ready to go. Well, I, I will say this: uh, of course, things getting started at Ufala, June 10th through 13th. Cutoff date is coming up uh, soon for the guys there, so it'll get going there. And 
let's just address the issue of uh, the Sabine River out of Orange because Orange, Texas is such a great, great town that uh, you know loves uh, the Elite Series, loves having bass down there. Um, I couldn't go as soon as you wanted to go there. Just explain why they fall off the schedule completely uh, for this year. Yeah, we uh, when we rescheduled it, um, you know, we were looking at the second week, second or third week in November, and learned actually for, from an angler uh, down in Texas that uh, there's a refuge area down there that goes off limits for hunting season. So, you know, obviously the host and, and ourselves, none of us wanted, uh, you know, the anglers getting shot at you no. know, uh, while they were out there. Uh, it was a little dangerous. So uh, so we decided to, to put it off till next spring, which you know, will probably be better crowds and better uh, time to have it anyway. And that typically when we have it, you know, April, May, or June, uh, when we have been uh, to the Sabine uh, out of Orange. And, and you're right, the, the host is great. They have, you know, big festival bands, a lot of things going on. Uh, so we decided that it would be best to uh, just move that to next year uh, in, in coordination with them. Uh, and then we'll get into how you know, we, we uh, put Cayuga in, yeah. uh, you know, into the second week uh, of uh, July uh, that will be give us three, you know, back to back in New York. Uh, some people may say, well, gosh, you know, that's, uh, you know, the most you know, the state that has the most cases of the COVID, but when you, you pare it down and look at the upstate, and we anticipate that it will you know, open up earlier than, you know, Manhattan and the city and, and, and Long Island and, you know, uh, Jersey area where, where things have been more, you know, concentrated. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're still pretty uh, gung-ho that we'll be able to go up there and get those in. Um, that, again, might look a little different. But, well, as the... Uh, we'll get into that. As the former PR director of the Rochester Bassmasters back in the 80s <laughs> and then being one that grew up in the Finger Lakes area and fished tournaments on Cayuga, St. Lawrence and, and Champlain, I got to tell you, this is going to be a pretty exciting time. Upstate, you're right. Upstate New York is like a completely different world. A lot of people think that the, uh, the Long Island and the city should be its own state, really. But uh, upstate New York going to go July 14th through the 17th, which is a midweek deal at Cayuga. And then back to back to back, Cayuga, St. Lawrence, and Champlain. The crowds are going to be fantastic. The weather's going to be fantastic. And the fishing is going to be fantastic. Talk about how that all came together. Yeah, you know, and the anglers are really excited about it. You know, you were at Cayuga last year, and it took a little over 80 pounds to win that one. Uh, but, uh, you know, it came together. Of course, you know, originally, uh, Cayuga, we were looking at a typical, you know, Thursday to Sunday uh, tournament, but uh, they uh, had an event that they weren't uh, aware of when we first scheduled to go there. Um, so we worked with them to, uh, it was on, on Saturday, and they couldn't move it, so we said, you know, we'll just go Tuesday to Friday. Um, it probably, you know, likely might be a lighter expo anyway, particularly since we've added it on, um, you know, at this late date. So, um, so you know, we think the fishing would be great to do that. Actually, you know, as it turns out, it gives the uh, guys an off day uh, after a long travel up up there. Uh, you, you know, they can travel. They can take time after you follow, which ends June 13th. Uh, then, you know, they'll have a, a month to get up there. Not quite a month with practice right. before, but they can take their time getting up there, and then they can uh, also uh, be... Uh, 
uh, have a travel day uh, on Saturday to get over to Waddington, uh, and then Waddington practice starts on Sunday because we're going to have a on Wednesday we'll have an off day again this year uh, to do fizzing training and uh, uh, like we did uh, last year right up there. So I think it'll work out. You know, we'll space out a little bit uh, because we've got three straight tournaments. Uh, you know, give them a little time uh, to rest, uh, rest up too. Uh, you know, it's only a couple hours I think between each tournament uh, venue, uh, particularly uh, Champlain, which is the third uh, leg on, on that, right. and uh, Waddington. Uh, I think it's a couple of hours, so uh, that'll be a typical uh, week uh, in Champlain. But yeah, I think. You know that time of year will be a great, great fishing, and uh, I think I think the main thing is everybody just wants to get started yeah. again. I think you know there was some disappointment that we couldn't do you know, Texas Fest in June uh, when it was originally slated. Um, Originally, we had you follow schedule for December. A lot of people wanted to get the you know season finished earlier, um, so you know we moved it to June. Uh, and then the other thing on Texas Fest is we have judges, so we have to have um, uh, you know it's catch weight release, so we have to have judges in every boat. And I think everyone thought from Texas Parks and Wildlife uh, to ourselves and uh, Gulf States Toyota, which is the title spot up there that it'll be best to move that uh, early November. Uh, we will be better prepared to have judges in sure. every boat, et cetera. Well, so, and then you know, we do have the luxury and you follow of having uh, marshals or not having marshals. So as we get closer, we'll determine that. Yeah, and Santee Cooper and Chickamauga back-to-back in October as well, which is going to be interesting fisheries uh, as well. And I know a lot of guys are excited about that. And our last uh, minute here, though, just hit that uh, topic of marshals. Uh, will, yeah. will, you're not sure about you, Fala. Do you anticipate by the time you get to New York in July that uh, marshals will be in the boats? Yeah, we, we anticipate that, and, and we've done some workarounds with Bass Track too, where uh, the anglers themselves can text in information. Uh, of course, another reason for marshals or their observers as well. So you know, we'll do polygraphs, probably more polygraphs, that kind of thing. But we, but we likely you know will not have them, and you follow, but we might. Uh, mm-hmm. Just depends on what the situation is by then. We're also polling the anglers to see you know are they comfortable having a marshal uh, and camera man in the boat with them uh so uh, uh we'll find that out and if somebody's opposed to it we you know we're not going to force a marshal on them because different anglers have different susceptibility yeah. uh, to, to the virus and that well. cameraman's 20 feet away he's in the back of the boat so he's fine you know that <laughs> they should be all right but uh, we're all looking forward a lot of people yeah. a lot of people are looking forward to the fall yeah. fishing too oh it's gonna be amazing uh, we haven't had that in a while so yeah that should be exciting yeah, yeah it's gonna be absolutely fantastic Bruce Aiken has been our guest, the CEO of uh, Bass, and, and and Bruce, we're just so excited to have a schedule. We know that everything in this day and age is tentative, but at least there's a schedule and a plan, and uh, we appreciate all the hard work the folks in Birmingham have done to get this thing going again, and uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll in a month. All right, Tom. Appreciate all right. you getting the word out for all us. Right, thank so. you. All right. 
Coming up next, Buddy Gross will join us. We'll talk about what's Chickamauga like in mid-October and his excitement for you following getting the season going again as well. All coming up right here on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Visit Bassmaster.com and click on Sweepstakes for your chance to fish with Bassmaster Elite Series Angler of the Year, Scott Canterbury. The Sweepstakes winner receives round-trip airfare within the continental United States, a three-night hotel stay, car rental, and $500 in cash. The winner will also receive an incredible prize pack that includes a Skeeter ZX190W boat with a Yamaha Show 150 engine, plus other great prizes, bringing the total value to over $52,000. Sign up at Bassmaster.com forward slash sweepstakes. From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visitlakehartwell.com. Show your passion for the sport of bass fishing by becoming a BASS member today. Tom Abraham here, and one of the best moves I ever made was becoming a BASS lifetime member in 1981. Knowing that I'm a member of bass fishing's largest, most influential community is not only rewarding, but important to the future of our sport. Of course, the magazine is great, as are all the benefits. Join or renew your membership and receive a free gift pack for one year, five year, and lifetime memberships. Visit Bassmaster.com and click on Join for details. This is Bassmaster Radio. Watch Bassmaster Live at Bassmaster.com and on ESPN3 during every Elite Series event. Now back to Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio. And joining us now off of the news, of course, of the new schedule that has come out, we talk about Chickamauga Lake being fished in mid-October. And, you know, who, who better to talk to than Mr. Chickamauga? And he's joining us. Actually, he's in the last couple of days of being able to pre-fish uh, Ufala before it goes off limits. And, uh, of course, that's where, as Bruce Aiken said, where the tournament schedule will start. He is, of course, Buddy Gross. Buddy, welcome to the show. How are you, man? Good man, thank you for having me. It's been uh, it's been a crazy year already, but we're about to get it started. Sounds like it, it has been, and there's so many moving parts in coming up with a schedule, a new schedule, because you know communities, you know they 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 kind of build their year around a certain time of year when they want to show off their water and so on, including Chick. I mean, Chick was going to be in March, and then it was going to be later, and it, you know those are all great times. May, oh, and it was going to be tremendous, and then it keeps getting moved. But you know, you really have to kind of commend what they had to do in Burma at the office to come up with this schedule because it's uh, you know so many different things changing yeah it, it was a moving part for sure and they didn't know I mean they're having so many other people to make decisions for them so they've had to stay on top of it and like you said I commend them for everything they've done yeah and and hopefully there'll be no more changes have you been able to stay on the water and, and, and fish I know you're in Chickamauga Georgia but you're right there near the Tennessee border and the Tennessee lakes never were really uh, closed off but some of the other areas were have, have you been able to fish uh, throughout this whole pandemic yes sir I've stayed on either Gunnersville Chickamauga or Nigajack pretty much the whole time I fished a lot heavier on Nigajack just because it was getting less pressure it was getting where you couldn't find a place to park on Chickamauga so I just kind of swapped lakes for a while just to keep everything pulled up so I don't get rusty 
You know, and for people that don't know that are listening around the country because they don't hear Nickajack much and they don't know what that is, that's that little gem between Chickamauga and Gunnersville, and that's a really good lake that, that, that I know some area guides and stuff that, uh, you know, they don't even want you to say it because they just don't want it to take the pressure. It's a smaller lake, but really it's the same water that, that runs through Gunnersville and, and then into, into uh, Chick. That's exactly right. You know, I was down there this, this past week, and uh, every time I'd look up, I'd see a rat boat. So the words are getting out a little bit. It is a hidden gem. It just don't get as much pressure. It's a small system. It won't take a whole lot of pressure, but it's uh, it's a great little lake. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it is a good little lake. There's no doubt about it. Uh, as I said, you you're you're kind of out there at uh, Eufaula. Tournament uh, schedule is going to get started there mid June. What kind of a lake is Eufaula in mid June? Uh, it should be offshore ledge fishing, I'm hoping. You know, they had tons of rain down here like everybody else in the country this year. So what I am seeing, though, is there's a lot of dirty water spill. Uh, a lot of stuff's moved around, shifting around. I think it's kept the fish off the river. So I'm hoping, you know, nice, warm, calm days may get this, this system fired back up. But it, it's going to be a great fishery just because there's so many giants living. Have you found this spring to be a, you know, did the spawn and now into post-spawn, has it been normal or was it a little bit later this year it was weird it was kind of a mild winter but we really haven't had a warm spring and the water kind of has been slow to warm up what has been your experience uh you know fishing this spawn and pre uh, post spawn exactly the same thing everywhere i've been it's just plus the currents had a lot to do with it on all the river systems it, right it's had so much current they did they kind of pushed them all back so they've been sitting there waiting to go and and, and like i said they've been kind of sitting in position for a while and, and then when i did it they did it in a hurry and i think it's going to be a you know, a, a post-spawn bite pretty soon on all of our lakes. Have you found grass to be hard to find uh, due to the water being stained, or is has the grass been able to come up as normal? There's no grass to be found at this point. Most of the time the grass grows, you know, shallow first, but the water's been over full pools so we haven't been able to get the sunlight. So I think the grass is going to be way behind this year if we have a big grass at all. It's going to be a little less. Of course, if there's a eelgrass population on any of these lakes the eelgrass has flourished but the hydrilla milfoil is what's suffering yeah uh buddy gross with us here talking about things uh, the new schedule that is out and uh, uh one of the big highlights of that new schedule is uh, you're gonna spend a month of july basically in new york state um, i'm from the finger lakes area i never in a million years thought that uh you know there'd be three tournaments in a row basically uh, elite series level tournaments uh in uh, in upstate new york but beautiful fisheries and uh at least you'll be able to escape the heat a little bit i think yeah, that's going to be great tournaments. Up there, those fish like to eat. That's one thing I like about going up north. There's not a lack of action. We get to catch them all day long. And uh, my problem's always been finding the bigger ones, so I'm hoping to get that dialed in. I got my first top 20 last year at Oneida, actually, to, to fill my deal to make the leaks this year. So I'm hoping I'm figuring them out, but I can't wait to get up there and try. How, what, how much experience have you had at uh, Champlain? Because it's like two different lakes, you know. Uh, you, you can target smallmouth, you can target largemouth. Uh, it's been one both ways, but how much experience have you had there? I've been to uh, Champlain for two FOW Tour tournaments and one Costa, but I've always consistently caught 13, 14 pounds, but that's not enough to do anything up there. So I'm going to have to uh, switch it up up there and try to figure out how to catch a bigger fish. Do you target the smallmouth up there or do you target the largemouth? Ironically, I target the smallmouth because it's been easier to get my bag filled. I mean, the largemouth can be elusive at times. So um, I made myself a promise. I think I've kind of figured out how to catch a limit of smallmouth. So I'm going to start targeting largemouth every day 
a practice that I go and just hope that if I fall out on the large map, I can go back and recoup on some smallmouth. So everybody knows you as the Chickamauga guy. Um, you pulled a lot of money out of Chickamauga, plus uh, you carry that uh, uh, you know Fish Lake Chickamauga on the side of your boat as well. This will be the third different date that the tournament has been set up for, but it's going to be mid-October. Talk to me about the type of lake that Chick will be in mid-October. Chickamauga Lake is going to be – it's always a great lake. It's, it's got quality fish everywhere. Every cast could be a, a genuine 10-pounder. There's just tons of giant fish in it. But in October, it fishes small, and it's also going to fish tough. They get on that small bait that time of year. It seems to be very bait-oriented, but the bite's going to be tough. Somebody will figure them out, but there's going to be some people that struggle to catch them. It's going to be an interesting tournament. Really? So, so October. Now, what about later in the year? Does it get? Does it turn on? You know, in that November December range, or is it? Uh, is it like that pretty much until spring? It's, it's like that all the way up until you know they start thinking about spawning when they start moving up. Because you know, Chickamauga has a big drawdown too. It'll be by the time we go, it's probably going to be three to four feet down, and it'll go five to seven feet down. It just depends on you know the year we're having. So. It starts eliminating a lot of the shallow cover and the grass. If, like I said, if the grass don't come on, it's going to eliminate a whole lot of cover. And then we're just going to have to really rely on ledges and and the backs of these creeks to try to find these fish that are chasing these baits. Buddy Gross with us here talking about a number of things having to do with the new schedule. All right, let's do a little technique of the week uh, with Buddy Gross. The fish are now moving off the beds, as we said. Most of them are in a post-spawn uh, mentality. Talk about what you're doing to find them and then what uh, baits you like to do to to uh, you know to attack these uh, post-spawn fish. Mostly I'm using my Humbird electronics and do a lot of scanning and just trying to find some structure they might hang out close to, looking at ledges, looking for bait. And again, what I am noticing is the current's run so hard for so long that they're kind of elusive. They're kind of hard to find. So I'm just digging hard to find the bait, and then I'm going to pick up that swim bait. I'm going to throw that Zoom swimmer and the Scotch Burr swimmer, and I'm going to... I'm gonna go find them with a swim bait. I hope. Do you, you know, when you're running them, are you looking at suspended bass with that swim bait, or are you throwing it and and you know getting it out to the bottom and and bringing it back slowly? I try to stay the close to the bottom, just close to the structure. But there are times when there's lack of current that they will suspend, and I don't have a problem catching them suspended. That's really one of my favorite ways to catch them because when you do find them suspended, if you figure out how to catch them. That's when you catch the great old big ones and a lot of them. Give us your swim bait, bait uh, setup. First of all, we talking about a you know a, a, a four inch range type swim bait, and, and talk about how you like to, to fish it, what kind of line, and so on. I'm throwing seventeen pound fluorocarbon, which is pay line fluorocarbon. I'm throwing a dial with the Taylor reel with a six three to one, and I come out with a new signature rod. It's Buddy's big bait rod, but it's a uh, it's a great lead rod seven ten. And uh, it gets me long cast, accurate cast, and lots of sensitivity. I can feel these swim baits thumping, you know, if they've got a paddle tail. And it's that sensitive for a 7-foot 10 rod. That's unheard of. But it's a great, great setup I'm using. Talk about uh, when you would decide to use an underspin, because that's become a popular deal, a weighted hook with an underspin. Um, do you ever go to that, or do you like just running it straight on a, on a straight jig head? No, absolutely. I run it a lot, but I try to do it more around structure. If I got grass present or if I've got uh, anything I'm trying to do weedless, I'll always have the flashy swimmer by owner I've had on, and it's been a it's been a staple in my game for the last few years. Yeah, and it's a great. Uh, it, it certainly is a great bait. On the bite, by the way, you know some people like to sweep it. Some people want to go overhead. How do you do? How do you was uh, you know like to to hook them up that way? 
Mine's always been a sweet bite. I, I mean, a sweet set. I, I just kind of let the rod load up before I do any sweeping or any hook setting at all. I just got to make sure they get it because a lot of times these fish will come up and hit a swim bait two or three times before they really got it. You just got to let the rod load up and, and then just set into them. It's, when you get the right setup, you don't have to do a whole lot of work. It does it for you. you know, it does it for you a lot of it. The rod will. Yeah. Finally, uh, 11th place at Palatka, which uh, feels like was two years ago when the series got started at the St. John's River. But um, a nice start for you to get things going in, uh, in what was a really, really weird tournament. Talk about that. It was just, uh, I done a, I done a whole lot of looking, thinking I was going to go get the fish grass. So I spent two-thirds of my time in practice trying to find a grass patch, and I never found the grass patch. So I was running up a bar one day, and I had a little, little small school of fish come up behind me, and when they did, I actually caught a limit off of it, and I just exploded one bar for the most of my weight for three or three days, and got very lucky to find it. I feel like the Lord blessed me on that one. Yeah, Buddy Gross has been our guest. Buddy, appreciate you so much. Uh, good luck with the new uh, circuit. I know you're chomping at the bit to, to get going on your fall coming up here in about a month or so. Yes, sir. Can't wait to get it going. I think it's going to be a great event. All right. Thank you. Buddy Gross uh, joining us there. How about that? Uh, joining us, by the way, from follow where he is practicing in the last couple of days before the cutoff. All right. We'll get a break in here. When we come back, Jamie Hartman is up next. How does he feel about going to New York for three straight tournaments? That's where he is from, upstate New York. Of course, he won there last year at Cayuga, and he'll be going back there for the entire month of July with this new schedule. We'll talk to him next right here on Bassmaster Radio and a Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visitlakehartwell.com. Welcome back to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And hey, welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now an opportunity to talk to Jamie the Hammer Hartman. He won two tournaments last year on the Elite Series. He now lives in Arkansas, but really home for him is upstate New York. And, uh, well, he's he going to be going back home for like the entire month of July. So we'll talk about that with him in a moment. But he joins us now. Jamie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing very well. 
It's uh, been obviously a, a different time uh, missing out on all the spring fishing for tournament fishing. And I know you've spent some time in the woods uh, uh, getting some property ready to go for, for hunting in the fall and so on. But uh, have you had much time on the water around the house, at least? Have you been able to splash the boat? Yeah, yeah, we got out a bunch. Uh, we stayed laid low for a while uh, when all the, the COVID hit and all and, you know, the panic and all. But uh, just stayed home doing a lot of home projects on the new house and um, got more to that. So I had to hit the water every once in a while. And uh, that kept me busy. But, you know, the fun fishing is great. I don't get to do a lot of it. It is nice release to go out and just uh, relax and fish. But at the same time, you know, every time you hook a good one, it's, you get that competition in your mind. And you just want to get back to bass fishing, yeah, tournament fishing. But it's not the same. Was there ever a point in time? I know Mark Menendez told me he thought that they wouldn't wet a line all season long in terms of the tournament. You know that the, the whole the whole year would be missed. Was there ever a point in time where you felt like, you know, we might not have a year at all this? We might not have a season at all this year. I did uh, just the way some of the um, you know all the politics was and the talk was going on and uh how some of them i mean we at the time we had two scheduled in new york and the governor was shutting the state down saying there was going to be no no summer and um between that and a couple of the other ones i, I thought maybe we were just going to have to cancel all of uh all of the, the the whole season and i didn't know how that would go down but some things ran through my mind and i was hoping it wouldn't but uh, i figured a few events would get canceled and um, that did not happen either. We replaced one, and we got a full schedule right into November. So Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, uh, certainly going to be interesting. And I would imagine you're really chomping at the bit after a, uh, let's just say, surprising result at Gunnersville Last year you went in there and took out $100,000 uh, during the summer, and everybody knew, obviously, Gunnersville is a completely different animal when you go there in the first week of March as opposed to the middle of the summer. But uh, I had you on my fantasy team. I know a lot of people did. It did not go the way you wanted to uh, at Gunnersville uh, just – miscalculation or what what happened there it was uh it was right off the bat from practice it was i i knew it different you know it's not going to be anywhere near when we fished it last year and and i never even revisited any of that stuff because it's useless that time of year in march so um you know I, I had a bunch of ideas and i had a lot of stuff i figured would work and um man just it was just, i i just chalk it off to just one of them tournaments it was man i don't know how to explain some of them it's like you can cast your arm off and you're just not gonna you're not gonna catch any big fish and and the guy next to you that's only uh 75 yards away you know he catches the big fish right and it's kind of puzzling at the same time that i could make that many casts throughout practice and the event and not even hook a fish over three pounds so it was yeah. kind of frustrating, but I was dealing with some sickness and bronchitis um, that was really taking my head out of the game. And But I just kept casting, and it just did not come together. It did not happen. A yeah. bunch of short fish. I ended up with, like, I think it was, it was either 27 or 32 fish on day one, and not one of them over three pounds. And that's jumping around. So I was catching them, but just not good ones. 
Yeah, and, and you know, that was funny because we talked about it on Bassmaster Live uh, during the tournament. Of course, Hank Cherry had that nearly 30-pound bag on day one, and, and it was uh, nobody could track him down. We always talked about the fact that there are 30-pound bags out there, a lot of 25-pound bags out there, but there are also six-pound bags out there. You know what I mean? I, 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 you yeah. know, I, I live about an hour from the lake, and I, and I fish it quite a bit, and uh, it, it, it can be a hero or a zero kind of deal. You run into a school, and you've got 25 pounds in 25 minutes, um, but then you can search around for three days and, like you say, catch a pile of fish, and none of them are, are over two and a half, three pounds. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, if I caught if I caught 30 fish on day one, they bumped my lure 40 times. Yeah. The other fish. It was just it was just one of them deals, man. I mean, it's, it's out of my mind. It's not like, oh, my God, you know, I yeah, screwed right. up or I did this wrong or I did that wrong, but – no, I just I fished my tail off, and it just didn't come together. And that yeah. happens. Turn well, fishing. You can't win them all. No, it's fishing. I mean, that's why it's fishing. That's what makes it so great. Uh, Jamie Hartman with us here. Let's talk about uh, the schedule that came out this week, of course, and uh, things will get started at Eufaula June 10th through the 13th. And you, like a lot of guys, pre-fished it back you know, in the wintertime when it looked like it was going to be an early spring tournament. Now it turns into a summer tournament down there, and uh, you'll have basically three days to unpack it for the most part. I mean, it goes off limits here in a couple of days, so you really don't have much uh, – you're not going to have an opportunity to get down there. But uh, have you had much past experience at Eufaula? I've never been to Eufaula. There you go. Except for when I I went and drove around it for three days, two days, two and a half days, something like that. So you know where the ramp is now. At least least you know where the ramp is. That's about it. I do. I do know where the ramp is, and I know how to get out to the the main part of the lake. um, I, I just drove around. I never did fish. You know, doing that, it doesn't, uh, it, it, it's worthless to fish that time of year. I was there to do work. and um, But I didn't look at any of the stuff I'd be fishing in June. That's completely different. So it's I'll have three days of practice when I get back there, but at least I'll know my way around the lake somewhat. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna. You're definitely gonna know your way around New York State when you do go up there. And you mentioned, uh, you know, the governor there and, and uh, the restrictions that they've had. But you and I are both from upstate New York, and we know that that's two different New Yorks. It's almost like that area down there, Long Island, New York City. That should be its own state, right? I mean, that's just like a different, it's just a yeah. different world down there. Uh, yeah, I even heard years ago they're trying to. They wanted to separate it. They should. Two <laughs> they should. You know, <laughs> Let them do it, it. It's night and day difference completely. Yeah, it no. shouldn't even be uh, connected. Yeah, you got that right. Now, so you go up there um, to get things going at KU. You're basically going to be there for a month. It's back to back to back, uh, July 14th through 17th. Um, and, and you start at KU where you won last year. Uh, another $100,000 check there for, for that big tournament. Then the St. Lawrence and then Lake Champlain. There's just got to be a comfort level for you, though, going there that time of year and and being able to fish three bodies of water that you are familiar with. Yeah, I I was actually 20, 20 foot up in the air yesterday, uh, clearing branches when my my voicemail went off or the email from Bass, and I was waiting for that um, that email to come through. So I stopped everything where I was and opened it up and just went. I didn't even read the whole email. It's, it was a huge email, and I went right to the schedule and looked, and it was official that Cayuga, Waddington, and Champlain. I said, hmm. 
Good day, boys. <laughs> good day. When you fish in waters like that, that you that you have some experience on, and that you know, can you get hung up sometimes with history, or do you have to kind of clear? You don't clear your waypoints, obviously, out of, out of your uh, out of your units, but do you kind of have to clear your head and just see, okay, it, it, you know, I, I have to look at this with fresh eyes, or is history important uh, for you there? Um, I think it plays in both ways. Um, you know, I, I, Champlain I've lost track with in the last, you know, five years. Uh, uh, we, were, we were there in 17, um, and I didn't go to the south end where I normally fish. Right. Uh, I stayed on the north end. Um, but, yeah, history does play, I think, for sure. It, it, it's easy to get around the lake. It's, you know, you're, um, a big thing is eliminating dead water, and, you know, I, I pretty much know what the dead waters are where the more productive areas are. But in the same sense, we're talking New York. And if you ask, if you if you poll our, you know, whole elite field and even in the past and, and you ask them what's your favorite, you know, stretch of the, the season and everybody says New York, New York, you know, north or New York. And um, it's there's a reason for it because New York pumps out fish. So even though I have a lot of experience up there, I'm from there, it's an open book, man. It's like you you can't get a big edge over somebody, and that's been proven at the St. Lawrence River because New York it has so many fish, so many aggressive fish. It's an open book for anybody to win it. You know, yeah. I, I, I try to stay very consistent in the upper half, the upper, you know, uh, quarter of the field for sure, but to actually put it together for the win um, is, is very tough for even a, a veteran of New York like myself, but a lot of guys love it because of, you know, the fishing's incredible. Yeah. So it, it is. I don't, I don't ever say I have a, a advantage over anybody up in New York. Um, you know, I keep that in my mind. I'm humble about it. You know, I like to fish up there. Yeah, absolutely. But so does everybody else. So Yeah, well, those natural lakes, I mean, I know for me it was uh, uh, an adjustment. It took a while to get used to the reservoirs and the, the way the fish uh, act differently with current and, and all of those things. And those natural lakes uh, in, in New York, you, you, it, you don't really – Sometimes you don't realize how great it is until you leave there. Not that you know where I live in the mid South Tennessee and Alabama, tremendous fishing as well. But you 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 really don't realize how great it is, even though it's a shorter season in New York, uh, until you leave there, and then you say, "Man, that that is some fantastic fishing." You are absolutely one hundred percent correct. (laughs) Since I moved to Arkansas, I miss it every spring. And into the uh, early summer and summer, there's yeah. no question about it. Yeah. There's there's nothing like it. Talk to me about fall fishing uh, because you're going to have a couple of tournaments now that have been moved into the fall. Uh, you know, especially you know Chickamauga, which is now going to be in mid October, and then of course uh, Santee Cooper, which is mid October. Those will, those will come uh, back to back. First Santee Cooper, and then Chickamauga, and then Texas Fest uh, will be in uh, November. So, you know, that's that's a totally different thing for everybody. Yeah, that, that will be. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about Lake Fork in November, but if it's like any other place and like I fished um, Sam Rayburn in, in the fall and those fish love to feed up. Um, so I imagine it's going to be the same way times 10. But uh, the other ones are the ones I worry about. I think Chick will be okay if we have some decent weather. 
Fanti Cooper, that's going to be a very, very, very iffy one, I think, for the field itself, especially me. But um, but all I'm going to try to do is get enough points and enough, um, you know, leeway so that I can qualify for the Classic and I can just go and have to fish two days at Texas Fest so I can leave there and go right to the woods. It's going to cut into the deer hunting time a little bit here with these three or, tournaments in the know, fall. Or just skip, be able to skip the event completely and um, <laughs> just go hunting and not have to worry about points and collect my money even so I'm in the in the deer stand, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I think you want to make Texas Fest. I'm just saying. I think that Bassmaster yeah. Texas Fest might be something you want to do. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, Jamie Harbin is better. I hate the fact that it is in November. I, I do. Yeah. You know, I, I like to be done by then because we – a lot of us switch gears, you know. It's like a it's like a switch for us. It's fishing, 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 fishing. Yeah, I don't want to do anything else. And then all of a sudden, that cool weather comes and fall comes, and it's like you got to park the boat and grab the bow or gun, and you're in the woods. Um, but hey, you got to adjust this it's, year. So. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So I will be at Texas Fest, and I will be doing my best to, to exactly. try to win that one too. <laughs> Different times, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Jamie Hartman has been our guest. Hammer, we appreciate you so much. Good luck, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you uh, out there on the circuit. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. All right, thank you. That's Jamie Hartman. All right, we're going to break in here. We'll come back and wrap it up right after this. You're listening to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Sign up for Rapala Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing. There's new prizes and more opportunities to win in 2020 with prizes for 1st through 20th place in each Elite event and the Bassmaster Classic. Plus, one grand prize winner will receive a $15,000 Bass Pro Shop shopping spree, $5,000 cash, and a variety prize pack from Rapala, a total value of more than $20,000. Visit BassmasterFantasy.com to register and pick your team for the next event. Miss a tournament? Don't worry. You can still win prizes for every tournament. If you haven't visited EnigmaFishing.com lately, you are missing out on some of the greatest deals in the industry. Tour-level rods and reels at everyday fisherman prices. How? Well, they eliminate the middleman and sell directly to you. And now, in addition to tremendous rods and reels, Enigma has a full line of sunglasses and accessories and some of the coolest clothes around. Check out the new torch baitcasting reel as well. Lightning fast with an 8.1 to 1 gear ratio and pretty cool looking as well. At a price too good to believe. Visit EnigmaFishing.com today. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. This is Bassmaster Radio. The fish are in the live well, and we're heading for the dock. Now, back to Tom Abraham. 
Final segment of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And as we out of the show back to the dock, let's take a look at some news and notes from around the pond. Well, Marshall spots are available for regular season Elite Series events for just $99 per event. And as a part of the program at every tournament, participants will enjoy an exclusive dinner and a meet and greet with all of the elite anglers, as well as receive official Bassmaster Marshall apparel and products from tournament sponsors. Visit Bassmaster.com forward slash elite for Marshall registration. The 2020 BassPro.com Open season is about to resume as well. Visit Bassmaster.com forward slash opens for all the info you need to get registered for this series. It's the highest level a co-angler can fish, and it's a tremendous way to hone your skills, learn from the pros, and maybe even make a few bucks as you compete against other co-anglers. This year's pro field is better than ever, so grab a co-angler spot now. And while you're at Bassmaster.com, click on sweepstakes for your opportunity to fish with Bassmaster Classic champ Hank Cherry. The winner will get round-trip domestic airfare, two nights hotel stay, a rental car, and $500 spending cash. But wait, there's more. How about a brand-new Basscat Sabre FTD with a Mercury 150 and Garmin Electronics, plus a pile of goodies from Hank's sponsors? Total value is over $52,000. And don't forget to sign up for Rapala Fantasy Fishing at Bassmaster.com. Each week's winner will win $4,000 in cash and prizes, $4,500 if you're a member of BASS. And this year, over 190 places will win prizes each event, and a grand prize is over $20,000 in cash and prizes. Just go to Bassmaster.com and click on Fantasy for Rules and to get in today. And while you're at it, join our Bassmaster Radio Group, where each week's events winners will receive a rod and reel combo from Enigma Fishing, and everyone that finishes ahead of me is entered in a drawing for a prize package from VisitAnderson.com, Rapala, Missile Baits, and Phoenix Boats. Just search Bassmaster Radio under the Groups tab. Now let's take a look at the upcoming tournament schedule. We'll get things going again at the Bassmaster Elite at Lake Eufaula, June 10th through the 13th. The BassPro.com Bassmaster Central Open at the Arkansas River will be June 18th through the 20th. The TNT Fireworks Bass Nation Northeast Regional at Lake Erie is June 24th through the 26th. Then the New York Swing for the Elites starts at Cayuga Lake July 14th through the 17th. The St. Lawrence River out of Waddington, New York for the Site 1 Bassmaster Elite July 23rd through the 26th and then the Bassmaster Elite at Lake Champlain July 30th through August 2nd. Well, that's going to do it for today's show and until next time, you keep those lines tight and that's heavy. I'm Tom Abraham and this has been Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. <laughs>